Welcome to podcast 105 of the Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. As Matt is currently out injured, it will be me, Dave, directing the traffic on this week's pod, and we'll have the usual save updates, a discussion on set pieces, and the quiz. But let's see who I'm joined by this week. Honest Chris. Kirsty, how's it going? All right. I've been very honest this week. Go on. Just, That's it. Just, just in general, you know. Let's... What's your odds on this being a good good pod? Um, It's drifting slightly, but uh, no, no, we're, we'll be all right. It's just a bit warm, isn't it? Yeah, it's just, it is very, very warm today. Uh, Friday Night FM, Joe, how's it going? It's going well. Good Up the Ashley Barnes. Hey, more about that. Well, less of that, actually. Um, Dupe, how's it going? Yeah, <laughs> yes. good man. Yourself? I am very good, very good. Uh, good uh, to have you all back here today. Uh, let's kick off with the, the old save updates then. Anyone? Put your hand up if you've been playing Football Manager. No one then, brilliant. I know Joe has. Joe, let's start off with you. How do you know I have? Because you were there were limbs in your office yesterday. To be fair, the most emotional I've ever—I don't know if it's ever—but for a long time, oh my god, I curtly smashed my desk. I was doing the dupe gif. <laughs> it was all going off in my office yesterday. Never, never before have I witnessed things. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I've, I've been playing Did you have the. Uh, on loop? Did you just play I should Dave have done it. I should have done it. I was. <laughs> I was going mental. Um, it's just an emotional, emotional roller coaster for me. But yeah, I've been playing the a lot of the United save. To be honest, um, I don't really know why. Just it seems quite easy to play, and it's a bit of a another Galactico type save because I'm just buying awesome players. Curtis stuck his finger up. I do like the fact that you tagged me in it. I think I did like two games and like half a transfer window, and I get a lot of credit here for this this quality you're producing. So uh, thanks, yeah, Joe. You did spend eighty six million on Wilfred and Didi, and like fifty million on Declan Rice when we don't play defensive midfielders. Correct. I was I, that was literally going to be my question. Have you signed any more defensive midfielders? Or did I sign? Um, no. Yes, indeedy. Sorry. <laughs> I mean that is literally in the blog post that I <laughs> dropped today. <laughs> It's like I read um, it, Joe. I know, but yeah, that that season's kind of been done and dusted. Um, as as so you can you can read it on WeStreamFM dot com. Um, and I'm kind of I've probably got I don't know was it six games left of the next season. So I know you guys obviously have been hard at work managing it, but I've played nearly a whole season with this new squad. Uh, what I did do though, and I thought for the next post that comes out, I thought it might be good for some of the listeners maybe is I've created a save file with eight games to go. And I don't know if anyone saw on Twitter yesterday, but the title race is ridiculously hard for Man United. They play first, second, fourth, fifth, and Chelsea are in 11th. Um, it's, it's a, they've got the most difficult running that I've seen in a long time. So I thought I'd save that, upload it as a little uh, a little challenge for people if they're just looking for something to knock about on, on, on FM. And is that on WeStreamFM.com available to download? It, 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 it will be when I release the next update. Yeah, we should do don't, that don't, as a don't challenge. Spoilers. Yeah. We should do that as a challenge for next week, though. In between now and next week's pod, if any listeners, and obviously any of us guys, get a spare sort of an hour or two to play, I'll see you, uh, see you can win the league. No cheaters allowed. Eight, eight so that, games That rules me out, then. Yeah. A couple of hours. Mm-hmm. You put it on key highlights. You'll breeze through. JJ. Yeah, Curry, Dupe, you played any FM? I have. Yeah, I've uh, started a little network save with with um, with the enemy, um, and 
it's doing all right, to be fair. We just did the bottom two teams at, at Christmas. And um, Teach got Sheffield United and I got I got Aston Villa. And I brought Helan in, that guy. Like, it's the first time I've ever been able to sign him. He's always been decent on saves. Helan? Who's that? Um, the Norwegian guy from Frankfurt. Oh, yeah, uh, the big Halland. striker. Hall- is it Haaland? Ha- Haaland. 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 Yeah. Uh, Alfie Inger's son, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Who? Go on. Who? <laughs> I don't know. Alfinger Haaland. Alfinger Haaland, son. That's before me and Dave. Um, and it's the first time I've ever been able to sign him. I bring him in for an absolute tonkin of, a, of a, about 58 million. Uh, and he bags three goals in two games and it gets an assist. Um, uh, I've got Jao Felix on loan. And uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're doing bits. It's good oh, fun. I feel like I need to give you a little history lesson here. When you go just on, said who. Go, you remember, on, you, on, you know Roy Keane's famous tackle? Oh, is that oh, yeah. he ended his career? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I, mean, That's I don't remember son. it. I remember seeing the vine. Yeah. That's Roy Keane's son. The vine? No, it's not Roy Keane's son. It's Alfinger Haaland. Yeah. That was a Bebo. That was a Bebo classic. <laughs> oh man! Um, Did you so but, uh, you uh, you got one over on Teach, didn't you? It was first game of the season. Um, I beat him one nil. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot a lot's changed since the last time we've done a proper network save, and um, he is bottom of the league, and I'm in a lot better position. Um, <laughs> does that mean I'm a better manager than him at the moment? Yeah. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last last week was like the, uh, to be frank so this week yes indeedy yes indeedy Curtie you play much FM uh, honestly um, honest Chris it's got honest, honest Chris uh, only a couple of games really to be honest um, Alecci's come in to Arsenal now and uh, he started well he started well had an assist in his first game um, played alright I've, I've sort of been playing him up top as well as a false nine, um, and I sort of I naturalised him as a striker. I think it, basically at Aldershot, but never used him as a striker at Borough. But he he kind of fits in as a false nine in this Arsenal team. Um, so he's come in. He's he's started pretty well. Um, it's still kind of us Liverpool Man United way ahead of anyone else. Um, Man United have kind of dropped off a little bit, so it's kind of at the moment. I think Liverpool, I think we might be top by a point, but Liverpool have got a game in hand. Um, but it's fucking you, you can't afford to slip up at the moment. Like Liverpool just don't seem to drop points, um, so it's it's difficult. Like I say, United. I think United lost one game, and it basically means they're now five points behind us, and the re- the chasing pack are another sort of ten points. So it really, really is like a, a, th- a three-horse race. No one else is is in sight. Um, but yeah, it's been uh, not. I've not played a whole lot, but but it's nice to have a Lecce back with me. It's just I've got to get Letizia soon. But again, Borough are playing hardball. They've. I think he's made two substitute appearances. Bear in mind we're in January. I think he's made two substitute appearances. He hasn't been injured or anything like that, and yet they're still demanding seventy-five million for him. It's like, come on. So, um, Boris is Britain, mate. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, it, it, like I say, not played much, but uh, what I have played has been fun. So, um, got, got, you found yourself a little bit of time driving around in your upper class delivery stuff. You got you got a chance to listen to some decent podcasts? You got any recommendations, Kurt? Because I got some time on my hands. 
no, not really. Um, oh, I I like, he listens to Smooth I, in his. I band. tend to listen to Eagle Radio or Magic FM. So um, what, what, what's that? that? Eagle Radio. E- yeah, it's uh, local to Guildford, mate. So. What is it like? Um, Variety, mate. All the hits, all the hits, Ooh. all the classics. It's basically like Magic FM, but with local radio ads. So. Uh, I hate radio ads. Literally, I did a nine-hour journey to to Old Trafford, and listened to Talksport all the way there and all the way back. And it is just the same set of fucking ads every five five <laughs> minutes, man. Somebody just co- oh, it's, it's just horrendous. I, I, ba- I basically listen. I listen to about <laughs> that's the one. Dave. <laughs> I listen to about five different pod- podcasts each week. It's like the Totally Football Show, the uh, obviously ours. I always listen back to ours. Where, where can uh, you find that, Kay? Uh You can find that on all good podcast uh, providers: iTunes, oh, cool. Spotify. SoundCloud, um, uh, Grass and Gear is a is a favourite of mine. It's a good podcast, um, and there's not a lot else really. Yeah, so Peter obviously waiting for Peter Crouch to come back. Well, I, I, is he going to come back? I mean, Surely. I know this is really off topic, but is he going to come back? There's also um, he do, he's doing that football show now, isn't it? On BT Sport, is it not? Yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching anyway. a load of videos uh, with Glenn Wheland and um, what's his fucking face from Stoke. Anyway, great, great lot. It's like it must be a podcast or a little show. Um, oh, oh is that the John Walters one. John Walters and Sidwell, isn't it? Yeah, brilliant. Really recommend that. John Walters and Sidwell. I mean, that sounds like a podcast. Oh, I'm trying to think what it's called. About. It's with um, it's with <laughs> Kelly Cates, isn't it? Yes, yes. So I like, like Kelly Cates. They do. Um, she's female, of course. She would. Um, they do. Um, <laughs> Like all sorts of random shit on it. Like, I like, uh, they... I like boobs. <laughs> Boob? Who the fuck's that? Um... <laughs> anyway, shall I move on? It's probably best. Yeah, it's probably best. Well, we'll quickly move to Molyneux, where I am currently manager with the European dream, although I'm not in Europe. The dream. Um, yeah, just the dream now, as Joe says. And we are, we've got rid of the Winter World Cup now. So we had that like random three month break in the middle of our, our season. And it's going all right, to be fair. Uh, defensively, I think we've got one of the worst records. But going forward, it's like we've got one of the best scoring records. So we've got a decent run of form at the moment. I think we're seventh in the league and knocking on the door behind sort of Man City and Spurs. Because Everton and West Ham take up the top four at the moment. Come on, you Irons. Up the irons. Um, Timo Werner, though, I think he's got about 24 goals in 22 games in the league. Unbelievable at the moment, but all is going okay at the moment. How are you still only seventh? Like some of the players you reeled off last week, I'd assume you'd be challenging for the title. Oh, no, like my defence ah, my defense is dog. I'm crap at FM as well. He's so. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's trying not about, to cheat this time. I don't, yeah, that's it. Let's take it IRL. How, uh, how exciting was Thursday night for you? Uh, yeah, it was good. I didn't expect us to beat Torino um, and to come away with a result. Obviously, it puts us in a good position to maybe get to the group stage. And actually have a European dream. Um, well, yeah. As we're talking Torino and we are a football manager podcast, uh, did uh, did our lovely man up top play? Belotti. Yeah. He yeah. scored as well, didn't he? Was he, it, scored, was he any like, good? It, was it a penalty? Uh, he, he looked pretty threatening, to be fair. And then he got a, like a booking at the end of the first half. And then last minute he got a penalty, and the keep uh, Patricio should have saved it. To be fair, but obviously he scored, and he, he was he's going to be the main threat. To be honest, yeah. let's be honest. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was him and Simone Zaza up top. 
And then they had uh, Nkulu at the back and I think Siriju in goal. So they've got some pretty decent players, to be fair. Um, talking of other Italian strikers, how's Catroni getting on? Uh, I don't, uh, to be honest, I can't actually... He's played one game in Europe. Like I think he's started one game since joining. He's just not getting a look in at the moment. I don't know why. Spent £16 million on him and he can't even play a game. I'd assume he'll play against Torino. Give him a chance. Give him a chance. You tweeted out saying, you can tell he's been at Milan forever. He looks like a top professional. Yeah, that was the game he played. He was unreal. And he just he hasn't got in the squad since. I don't know what's going on. Bad attitude, probably. Yeah, probably. Anyway, a bit like... Uh, oh, wait, that that was Catroni, wasn't it? A couple of years ago on your save. Yeah. He was, he was crap. Kurt, he hates him. I hope he listens to this. He's a big fan, actually. He's the new Jay Bothroyd. <laughs> Wait, did he block you? Yeah, Bothroyd, <laughs> yeah. Blocked, Bothroyd blocked me on Twitter. Someone tweeted a video of Jay Bothroyd the other day, like, oh, he's still got fantastic talent. He's like banging goals in in the Japanese league or something. I was just watching it like, mm, okay. Curry, is that your claim to fame? Apart from doing the quiz on here, that Jay Bothroyd has blocked you? No, I've also been blocked by Mark Bright. Oh, Palace uh, legend. Um, for, for correcting him on his use of the word ironic. That's ironic. That's ironic. Yeah. <laughs> any more for any more? Uh, and I've also been blocked by Bood FM. That's a good one. A, a second, and, a second, a fair play. Yeah. I do feel. Colin Moore blocked me before. I think that's a. Probably because uh, you're not a female that you can punch. Did you call him a bus wanker? <laughs> uh, no, I just called him a twat. I called him a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, the topic today is going to be set pieces. Um, so sort of in relation to Paul Pogba's missed penalty, they got a lot of press uh, this week, uh, of course against the Mighty Wolves. Uh, we're going to be talking about set pieces today, obviously throw-ins, corners, free kicks, penalties, uh, everything set pieces. I'm so um, you set pieces were Yeah, yeah, I know, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose the opening conversation, let's talk about set piece takers, um, with Ollie's decision obviously to appoint Rashford and Pogba. Do you pay attention who pays attention to who takes what in their in their team? The, I tell you what, when when you get a penalty in FM, how annoying is that change oh taker thing? God. It appears when it's it appears given, for like given half a second. I have to keep trying to pause it when it it comes up. Oh my god, it's the most annoying thing. Just have it up for a couple of <laughs> couple more seconds, please, because like if you if you blink, you miss it, or or you just preset them. So then you've got whoever's on the pitch. You preset your top. Yeah, but if you've got a player, a... if you've got a player on a hat trick, for example, yeah. you might you want that. to uh, to have that sort of dynam- think... dynamism, and so that you can change it on the fly. I think it automatically does it anyway, mate. Does but it? I would. I think yeah, it does. If they're on a hat trick, I think it does. I think it does. Well, then I might want to change. But... I might want to change it back on the fly to the yeah. original taker because give it to the keeper. <laughs> Well, that, that's that's something I do. Um, not during the game in penalty shootouts. My keeper is almost my first penalty taker, especially um, against me. But what kind of what Kurt was getting on there? Sometimes, if you've got if your penalty taker is like nervous, so their body yeah, language yeah, nervous, yeah. or and you've got someone else that's composed or something like that, then it, that's when I would change it over. I do that as well. My default, like if I've been given the chance to change it, if I've got a good penalty taker, like you say, on like a negative uh, body language. And there's someone very similar in attribute on a positive body language. I always tend to give uh, to give it to someone on a on the green body language because they tend to put them away. What um what do you focus more on the penalty taking attribute or do you focus more on like composure or finishing? Bit of both. Bit of both as well, yeah. Because mm. I I, re- I remember reading a piece 
um i can't remember who wrote it so apologies if you're listening and you wrote it let me know on twitter um at honest, at honest chris, chris. Um, <laughs> if he's not blocked yeah if i'm not blocked yeah. but i remember reading a piece on there about and i think they did a test if i'm right did a test about um technique and how that affects uh set pieces so free kicks um penalties all that and technique in this kind of limited test seemed to have quite a big effect on on players and their ability so like you know talking about sort of composure and finishing and how how much that is built in because obviously you know if you're if you're a beginner to the game you're looking at okay penalty taking free kick taking they're the only t- they're the only things i need to look at when i'm p- picking a set piece uh, who's going to take the set piece but actually there's other there is quite a lot of other um attributes that you need to take into account yeah well to be fair i'm i'm normally quite quite lazy on on that sort of front um it probably it's not the first thing that I do when I start up a new save. Do it, pick the set piece takers. Normally, a couple of games in, when I realise right, I don't want you taking the penos, uh, and then I, I sort of remember to change it. Um, but I've had a I signed that Carlos Alenia on a free from Barcelona. One of the things in his contract was I had to assign him as the free kick taker. Like it's, it's mad how like people could come in, but yeah, that'd be a um, deal breaker for me. It's like if a player demands a certain right squad number, no son, yeah. no son, yeah, you'll you'll have what you're given. Yeah. Now he, he he's all right at free kicks. Uh, he probably is the best. I don't I don't I don't know. But he's like I'm pretty sure I've set him as set piece taker. But on the promises, it's still like a yellow circle, as if I I've like still got time to do it, but I haven't done it yet. So it's a little bit annoying on that front. But um, in regards to penalty takers, I mean, what's everyone's success and conversion rate like for penalties this year? It's it's pretty good, isn't it? This year. I think it was last year. Everyone moaned about how many they used well, to miss. Last year it was brutal. I, I remember doing. I remember taking about five seasons worth of data, and it was well under what it, the ratio is at IRL. It, like it's around seventy five percent IRL. And I remember like uh, uh, taking yeah about five or six seasons of data in all the top leagues in Europe, and it worked out about sixty sixty four percent something like that. Mm. So it was well below. So, um, although a lot, of, a lot of people, when I remember putting that on Twitter, and I remember a lot of people saying, "No, it's fine, fuck off." Um, so you, you know, it's one of those things. Maybe it was just my save. Who knows? But Maybe it's it, yeah. It's, it's nice not, to get a message from Gone. Yeah, it's not <laughs> not. I don't. I don't think it's noticeably bad this year. Uh, I, 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 I tend to save a lot more than I, what, than and I reload. score quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, save <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I have a lot more uh, go in my favour anyway. You you've got the that one. you've got the penalty goat in goal, don't you? That's it, Patricia, mate. He only saves the good ones, Dave. That's it. Mate. He only saves the good ones. Um, in re- I mean, the other thing really is, is throw-ins. Does anyone take much time putting throw-in takers on? Well, there was a re- there was a really good exploit this year, wasn't there on throw-ins? I think you had a start that was ridiculous, wasn't it? Like long yeah, throws. The so near- you set. Yeah, you set um, you set your player to take a long throw, but you set someone who was shit at long throws, and then you have a couple of players close to him, and like fill the box basically, and uh, the player taking a supposedly long throw will just generally throw it short to the player who's in loads of space because the opposition are setting up for a long throw. He just like knocks it square, and whoever's in the box will tuck it away. Yeah, like the defensive line would step up as well, wouldn't they? Yeah, when the cross come in, literally just leave them standing there. 
Was that this year? I think or was Dave. That last year? No, it was this year. No, it was early, early this year. Because I remember Dave. Me with that a couple of times. Yeah, Dave got done with that a couple of times. I think. Um, <laughs> I think. Uh, Rec- was it Reckonist? Had like a ta- like a load of his tactics that he put Shock. up to download were. Like we're yeah. heavily using that that particular. Mm. I mean, you know, it's one of those things. People like, love it, don't they? Yeah, exactly. Like you know, he's 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 to be fair to him, he's different gear at like creating sort of exploit tactics and stuff. He like finds that. him straight away, doesn't he? Yeah. Well, mm. I remember using one of his. Was it this year or last year? I think it was. I this think year. it was last year. Was it? Was it this? Oh, I can't remember. But I was in a I was in a bad run of. No, it was this year definitely because it was with Aldershot against Wim- AFC Wimbledon. That was it. I remember and, watching uh, that stream. Yeah. yeah, like I loaded up his. Ta- I was in a terrible run of form. I loaded up his tactic, uh, and we were away to AFC Wimbledon, like pretty rank outsiders for the game because we were in such bad form, and we absolutely smashed them five one. And uh, obviously, I felt a bit dirty afterwards. But fair play to Rec. Like you know, he's he's different gear at that stuff. Different gear is that a, is that better? That's than a new podcast. Gear, is. Is, that, is that worse? <laughs> <laughs> that's when Dan yeah. gets too big for grasshopper right <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I have a thing with throw-ins I, I'm sure I never set them but I keep having the opposite fullback go to the other wing to take the throw-ins and then it leaves a massive gap on the defence it's because you don't set your throw-in takers you knob yeah well that's just stupid though it's just common sense isn't it I've, I've found I've, like along the halfway line centre-half seem to take quite a lot of yeah throw-ins. yeah on the Porto save I used to have um and Dicker, take the throw-ins. My tallest centre-half was going in the final third to take throw-ins. No, son. Good Can leverage, though, right? Yeah, that's it, mate. i got a problem with... Um, at the moment, I've I've got nothing set as a short... To take a short corner. Yet, every corner I've got, the player just drifts to a short corner. And then we do a short corner, and it's shit. But we've got nothing set well. anywhere in the tactics. And we, I've actually gone in pre-game, and I've purposely made it so there's nowhere near we've got it aiming at far post and we go short every time I do find it it defaults itself to some weird stuff like I was trying to play uh, like my corners going to the edge of the box doesn't matter what they do literally just going near post every time and I've literally set it to play to the edge of the box I play against Liverpool every single time the ball goes to Mane at the edge of the box and he scores like it happens every single game we play them, but I set it to go out there. Doesn't happen. What would your what would you how would you approach it if uh, you thought you came across an exploit? You know, like near post corners a couple of years ago, where your centre halves were getting like twenty twenty five goals a season. <laughs> if you if you came across something like that, would you would you just leave it in, or would you would you change it? Would you like how would you approach that? I get told off for leaving it in, mate. So I'd. Uh... I wouldn't be a. Puts me in a bad I don't know. position too. <laughs> How many goals do you need to score from it before you think it's an exploit? Mm. I don't know. Well, if you we spoke if you, about it before, haven't if we? You central, well. If your centre half's got like ten in fifteen games or something stupid, you know. Mate, my centre forward don't get ten in fifteen games. No one's centre forward gets <clears> ten in fifteen games. <laughs> but no, there, I think when you're on like football manager Twitter and you're in and around a lot of what's going on, you see these exploits <laughs> quite easily. And I think if you if you're a, an honest Chris kind of player, you'll uh, you'll tend to avoid them. I think it's it's hard. I mean, we've spoke about it before. Like, uh, like how far do you go before you change it, or you know, do you stick with it if you, if you find it by almost by an accident or or whatever? So it's um yeah, that's definitely an interesting one to 
to to look at. Well, the thing the thing is that like the near post corner routine, right? That's a legitimate thing to set up, isn't it? Really, if you think about it, mm. like you know, you, yeah. you aim for the near post. You got a couple of couple of tall geezers at the you know one attacking the near post, one looking for the flick on or whatever, and then a couple of players maybe at the far post to take advantage of the flick on. Like that's that's just a norm. That's just kind of basic stuff, isn't it? I mean, th- I think. Mm. Well, I don't really, I don't really touch set pieces too much, to be honest, because I don't know, like it just <sighs> there's just something about it. There's just a bit, still a bit of a stigma for me. Like it seems to be an area that can be exploited quite a lot, so I just tend to leave it to default a lot of the time, and 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 uh, you know, and like def- when it doesn't work. Well, no, defensively, like defensively, I'll always like put a line of bodies across the, the six yard box i don't tend to have players on posts because i'd rather have them uh, i'd rather have the bodies in the box um and like defensively we're generally like i'm generally all right from set pieces but attacking wise i just tend to leave it bang on exactly the same there um with defensive corners i was just about to say do, do people keep people on the posts because i've i haven't done that for probably a couple of fm versions now uh, because i like to keep two players up top so we can kind of break on the counter. I have my best passer sitting on the edge of the box. Yeah. And then I have my two fastest players sitting forward in the hope that obviously we can get a counter. And I found that if you have someone um, like zonally marking the near post, like six yard box near post, um, and I kind of call that like the Drogba or Lukaku area, the corners that come in near post, the strike, if you have a big tall striker, fairly decent ahead, they'll clear the ball more than someone on the line will. I've never thought about that. I've, I've always sort of kept the defensive ones as default, to be honest. I've never really messed with them. But I think everything you've said there would sort of work. So do you tend to have like your wingers or or just, just quickest players in general waiting up top? I'd no, normally have a, a quick player and then you'd probably have your striker. But then the striker tends to be the person I keep at the near post. So I have my, my centre-halves will be man-marking. And and pretty similar to Curtis actually. I, I was only marked the six-yard box, so there is like a line won't won't play the fullbacks who are generally would be on the posts. I tend to play them in that kind of six yard box line, and then yeah, as I say, play a couple of quick players, and my best pass will be sitting on the edge of the box, ready to get the uh, get the ping going. That's interesting, actually. Has anyone ever set up a set piece just sort of specifically for a, a match? So, for argument's sake, you're playing up against a, a big boy, and you know you're gonna have to try and lump it in the box to one of your big boys, or um. Is it is it just the standard thing you've made your tactic at the start of the season? You just stick with it. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I've set anything up for a specific match or stuff. I might have like set stuff up around a player, um, but it just kind of in general. And then mm. you know, if I wrote, if he's not in the squad, I'll just kind of leave it as if he was in the squad. Um, but like. I mean, I haven't been to a Champions League final for bloody ages now, but like, I've not, I've not kind of set anything up specifically for any one big game. I don't think. Maybe, maybe it's something that like, because like for example, I, I only knew that you could have more than one corner routine. Uh, like quite recently, I didn't realize that you could set up multiple <laughs> things. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it's like an area that could be improved because I know like during the World Cup they had the whole uh, the. The, was it the Soul Train or whatever it was called? Love bus. The Love, love Train. The Love train, train. That's it. So maybe set pieces is an area that could be improved for for next year. Um, bit more, a bit more variety in there. 
but um yeah like i say because i think because of the stigma I, I i don't really touch attacking attacking set pieces certainly and i think it's it is an area of football manager that isn't as in-depth as it could be but i think it's not in-depth because of the exploitations there could be and i think if you could set up things like the love train um do you remember Kurt, you'll remember. Don't know if the other two will. Uh, Javier Zanetti in uh, Argentina, England, 90, France, 98, where he just bombed on down the right-hand side. Yeah. So he stands with a free-kick taker, then he runs around the outside of the wall. You know, if you could set up little things like that, it's not, you know, with FM, where they you know, they start, the opposition learns your tactic. They would learn your set-pieces as well. But I think there could be so much creativity in how you could set up set-pieces. And, you know, there are sides that are very set-piece heavy. Didn't there used to be a... Was it on FIFA where you could, like, set up set-piece routines or PEZ or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got rid of that, though. You used yeah, to be I think able it was to, shit. Yeah, you used to be able to do it offline, didn't you? You make it so players run in certain directions. You press a button and they start doing the runs. That's but, it. yeah, like, I don't think anyone ever spent their time making them, to be honest. I think you're right, Joe. If they implemented that into the game somehow, like dummy runs and stuff, mate, that would get... They exploited the shit out of. You can imagine, like, you sent a raft running across the box and, like, four men, like, following him or something like that just to open up a bit of space. But I think, um, th- them adding, like, sorry, Kurt, uh, no, them adding, just... like, go on. No, sorry, I was just going to say, like, do you think, <laughs> do you think, like, you know, like, with the change penalty taker button? Yeah. Do you think, like, when you get a corner, you could maybe have, like, five routines and, like, you know, Definitely. like, by, by default, you'd set it to just, like, random. So they'd just, you know, it would just, like, rotate or whatever. But like, if you wanted to to use a specific routine, like you could do it dynamically in game. That's definitely an option, I think. Oh, and I was I was thinking about the exploitation. You know, it's you just set the probability of anything working. It'd just be nice to be able to see it in the match engine, wouldn't it? Like what you've set up mm. actually in action, so you could see them making the runs. It's not to say they're always going to score. So if there was if you had probability around, you know, like we said about penalties with percentage of goals scored, there's nothing, you know, all you'd have to look at is, you know, percentage of set pieces scored and that's your probability of, you know, whatever you set up, come obviously come working and doing exactly what you want it to do. It'd just be nice to see something different. I think what you said about the, the corners, um, Curtie, with the, uh, obviously picking the ones, the only issue with that is, is every corner like a highlight, which is the only which is the only thing really. But um, with the like, say you're up for argument, say you're one goal up with five minutes to go. What are you going to do? You're going to try and keep the ball in the corner or whatever. So you, rather than pausing the game, faffing around your corner tactics to keep it short, I think that would be good if a, a thing came up, or even sort of like your quick tactics. You quickly set the the set piece rather than having to scroll through all your tactics again. I might be telling you a complete bag of lies. Um, if I am telling you a complete bag of lies, they should definitely implement this. When you do your match plans, I'm I'm sure you could set it so if it's if this is the, the, the oh, score, shit. if it's this amount of time, you, you can then set corner tactic number two where the keeper runs up. I, I I'm pretty sure I've seen that somewhere. If not, they should definitely do that because you could then just long though, match, match plan. Long. Match plans just break anyway. You could do it. You could do it start of the season, right? You could say, right, if we're one nil down and we got, we're in added time and we get a corner, send the fucking keeper up. You know. But when and I then, when I use match plans, though, it, it basically gives the the control to your assistant manager. 
So you can't do anything. So I, I said, because I, I hadn't used it, and I, I thought when I was doing the, the Pellegrini tactic with West Ham, I started using match plans, and it literally, the, the assistant manager just starts making substitutions based on what he thinks you want out of the game. So if you say, oh, you know, when we're when we're one nil up, change to this tactic, it will then make a substitution to fill that role because he doesn't think the player that's playing it is good enough. And it was just, it was crap. I tried loads of different ways of doing it, and it just, it didn't work. And then when I put it on Twitter, I was like, that's why nobody uses it. So that's why they don't know it's broken. Yeah, but it. it- makes so much sense though joe what you've just yeah, said yeah, so, that, so, so yeah. why is that not a thing maybe it's a bit like the data analysis maybe they've just chucked it in and and actually they'll sort it out in a season does or any, two does anyone do the pre-match briefings or is that, is that still a thing that no one touches as well i mean i i do but it's it's very repetitive like i yeah, just i don't think I've, i don't think i've touched them this year at all yeah i've not done one um the thing so with the with the, like in theory then so say you set up three corner routines right so you could say, okay, uh, in a in a kind of if we're if we're drawing or winning, just use corner routines one and two. But if we're losing and there's fifteen minutes to go, use corner routine three. Is that kind of is that the the crux of it? Because like because if you set up three corner routines and the third one has your goalkeeper up, like in a normal match situation, your goalkeeper will just go up randomly, won't it? It'll just like randomize those three corner routines. But with the match plans, you could set it to kind of. Is that right? Is that is that what I'm understanding? I, I haven't. I can't remember using it with set pieces, to be honest. But no, I mean that's the way they described it. And like I said, I, I'm I'm sure I've seen it somewhere, but I can't confirm that. But if that isn't the case, then it definitely should be. You know, it's for example, we'll do court. We'll defend corner tactic number one, but if we're you know. And, and yeah. this is your pre-match, but hang on, uh, Van Dyke's just come on, so now I want us to defend this way. So if Van Dyke comes on, we defend the corner like this. I mean, that's diving in really, really deep. But you know, some people like but, to go really. But deep. something like if like losing me. by one goal with five minutes to play, send the goalkeeper up, mm. or or execute corner routine three, like that should be fairly straightforward, right? Straightforward, right? I, I might, I might, I might test that. Test it. Come back. Yeah. See you next week. <laughs> That's the question. Go on. Um, any anyone else got anything to add on set pieces, or shall we move on? Good. All right, we'll move on. Uh, oh, before we uh, what, what, go on, did anyone see Harry Wilson's free kick? Just. Oh, I did it, mate. That, that's me, basically. Everyone says I look like Harry Wilson. It's not. So. It's your brother. Your brother is Harry Wilson. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. So I haven't seen it there. I will look. I'll, I'll watch it after. I'll watch it after the pod. It's an absolute. Um, I reckon his conversion rate's pretty. It's got to be up there for a free kicks. He scored a few like, last year for Derby as well. What about um, um, what about um, just sorry? To, I know you said right. we'd move on, but what about <laughs> um, like free kicks, sort of from you know wide areas or or stuff like that? Do you, does anyone ever set up anything up for that? Crossing, they're quite header. effective. I think. I think they're quite effective crossing them in. I just the first man. I, I just make sure because like default your centre backs stay back, don't they? So I always make sure I, I chuck my centre backs in the box. But that, I think that's pretty much about it. Yeah, name for best header. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Right. Let's. Uh, <laughs> I thought he put his hand up then to talk. <laughs> he's there. To, don't know what he's doing. Um, we'll move on now. Right, before we kick off the quiz, we do have some questions. But I'll, uh, we've got a few questions. 
Um, keep sending them in. Obviously, they're going out vault. But we'll have a, one quick question today. It's from Shrunaldo. Uh, which transfer rumours have piqued your interest in managing a particular club in FM20? Well, maybe we'll change the question. Which transfers have you guys seen that you think will make a club popular to manage in FM20? That's the same question, just dumbed down. No, no, because <laughs> he says, have, have it piqued our interest? I'm just saying, okay, which which transfers there, may become a popular thing? Go on, dude. There's, there's two transfers that's really piqued my interest in the French club of Lille. One being Victor Seaman going up top. Yeah. And then very recently... I've got a bit of history with the centre midfielder, but Renato Sanchez has signed. That's a big signing. Permanent as deal well. as well, that was, wasn't it? Permanent yeah. deal. Um, that gets, it's like getting the old band back together. I would, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'd be inclined to kind of say that, that could be on my list. Have you done France but before? Not the yeah. whole of France. No. <laughs> Wait, who, do, who have you managed in France? Leon. Oh, yeah, of course. Sorry. Continue. Shit, I'm glad you, I'm like freaking... Hang on, big I'm fan like, of the channel. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I did a Toulouse save offside, offline ages ago as well. That was a very one of my favourite saves ever, Dave. I like France. I like the snails. Well, that's the only thing they can do. catch. That's where they eat them. <laughs> as we were Don't talking care. about FM twenty saves, I've been thinking about FM twenty, and like, there's not. I don't think there's so much a transfer, but I did. Uh, I did some like reading up about Saint Etienne this year, and they've got quite a rich owner, haven't they? And uh, like about seven years on in my save no, eight eight years on in my save they're like pretty much the powerhouse in france so i was like i was thinking about doing san etienne not for any one particular transfer just because i read that they you can make lots of them and like <laughs> yeah. yeah so that's all i've got to add when he talks like, when uh, when Sh- yeah when shrew asked that question i said about the um the club that gerard pk owns because he just paid to get him into a higher division Really? Yeah, I think um, it's an is it Andorra FC? I sort of something like it's, but it was I was talking to Shrew about it because he wanted to do a, a club and country save, and then he'd kind of gone, oh, I don't really like this that they've paid to get into the division higher. Um, but that that was one that I think a few people might pick up on. But I wouldn't say there's any transfers that maybe go. Do you know what? I really now want to manage them. I mean, I did say a dupe the other day. Heavy Ontiveros has just gone to Malaga. Uh, from sorry, from Malaga to Villarreal, just the bringing back memories of the uh, FM seventeen save. I think like um, to go down the complete opposite route, Dave. Sorry to cut in, um, right, but like I? lack of transfers, they may interest you. Save Bolton, yeah, yeah. That, that, I, I think, think they're that would given. Make... They're going to be popular ones. Mm. Well, that's I think get... Barry actually make it. To be fair, they might not Bolton make the data patch. I, 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 I'm going to be very interested to see our football manager put them both in the how they set them both up in the game um i'd assume the data lock's not for another few weeks anyway so they should be okay because i'd assume uh, the efl are pushing to uh to get them sorted this week i think but um go back to pk is fc andorra he paid four hundred and fifty-two thousand euros to have a vacated spot in the third tier of spain very interesting indeed um yeah, I think Berry, as you say, Berry and Bolton are going to be two very popular saves, just depending on their situations, I think, going into the season. Um, as always, let us know your um, questions, if you've got any more at Five Star Pod, and we'll add them to the vault, and we'll answer them as soon as we can. But now we'll move on to one is Chris's quiz. I think that sounds as good as Curtis' quiz, to be honest. One is Chris's quiz. So, I had writer's block today. Um, so, But given the um, given the topic... 
I've kind of gone down that route. Um, so I've got on to the football manager editor. Dave, you'll be familiar my, with this. My best friend. Yeah. Did you get a link off Dave? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as of the night, so the nineteen point three update. So it's not completely up to date because I didn't know how to import the basically an updated thing into there. So as of the nineteen point three update in the Premier League, there are seventy six players whose free kick taking ability is 14 or over so we're going to go round basically and you've got to tell me one of those players and I will give bonus points for if you get the actual value of their free kick taking ability Ooh, interesting is that is that it's relatively straightforward <laughs> that's but, clear yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. right so let's kick off with Mr. Friday Night FM. If you could tell me one of those players and what you think their free kick taking ability would be for potentially two points. Uh, Christian Eriksen. 16. Christian Eriksen. I can tell you. I'm doing this on the fly. <laughs> Is in there. However, his free kick taking is 17. So just the Ooh. one point for you there, Joe. Dave? I'm going to stick to my roots. Ruben Neves, 15. Ruben Neves, I can tell you, is in there. His free kick taking ability is 16. Oh, shit researcher. Call oh. yourself a <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, I forgot you're the researcher. Fucking hell, this is like <laughs> this is uh, right. This should be in your I wheelhouse. Don't know <laughs> uh, Dupe. Um, I had a bit of a technical issue when Joe did his answer. Who did he? Who did he say? Ericsson. Ericsson. Christian okay, Ericsson. Sorry. I'm gonna go for Andreas Pereira, 16. Andreas Pereira is correct. 17. Oh. So, well played there. Right, we'll mix up the order second time round. So, Dave, you're up first. Oh, no. Um, David Louise, 15. Oh, he is in there. David Louise is in there. That's a 14 then by the sounds of it. (laughs) 14. So, one point there, Dave. Well played. Uh, Dupe. One matter, 15. One matter is in there. 16 free oh, kicks. Oh, my word. Everyone's in one off. One point. Mr. Friday Night FM. I'm going to go with what I know. Jao Martinho, 15. Surely not. Jao Martinho is in there. And he has 16 for free oh, kicks. Oh, yes. Go on, the boys. Wow. <laughs> this is good. This is good. Uh, Dupe, you're up first. Um, I'm struggling now. Uh, Ozil, 15. Meza Ozil is not in there. Nah. Not in there. I told you I was struggling. 
That's all right. Uh, Joe. Uh, Gilfie. Filthy Gilfie, obviously. Uh, 16. Filthy Gilfie is in there. 18 for free kicks. Ooh, man, heck. So just the one point there. Dave. It was James Madison, 17. James high. Madison. Very high. He's quite high. Is in there. And his free kicks are 16. So just oh, the yeah. one point. Oh, I was going to go for that. Oh. Right, final round. Joe, you're up first. James Ward-Prowse. Ooh. 18. Great shout. James oh, Ward-Prowse is in there. Can't be 18, now, surely. It's good, it's 16. Good. So just the one point. Uh, dupe. I'm, I'm, I'm you, really... you need you need a two pointer, mate. You need a two, two pointer. pointer. Kevin De Bruyne, sixteen. That's a good shout. Kevin De Bruyne is in there. Fifteen. Oh, that's unlucky, shit. mate. That's unlucky. Just the one point there. Dave, you need one point to tie. Two points oh. will win it for you. It's tough, man. Um, I'm going to go with Mo Salah, 15. Mohamed Salah is not in there. No! No way! Yeah. So, uh, in joint second, on three points each, <laughs> is Dave Azapardi and Mr. FM Dupe. And this oh, week's winner man. with four points is Mr. Friday Night FM. Well played. What a quiz. Do you know, Kurt, I like it when you don't put effort in. But I was racking my brains for about mm. two hours before this quiz. And I was just yeah. like, I'm just going to fire up the editor. Let's see. Yeah. Let's see what crack is. I might let, use that let, again. Let me message Dave. <laughs> yeah. Penalty taken. Mm. I, might use that, uh, I might use that again in future. That, that kind of yeah. that It's vibe. a nice uh, idea. Throw-ins. Ooh. You could, Free you could kicks. Go, you could go shooting. Penalties. Finishing. Yeah, finishing tackling. Yeah. yeah. You know... You know, you've gone that day. Would like, ha- like Hazard and Co have been included? Uh, yeah, so it's on the 90 oh, points. Hell. 90 points. <laughs> so that... Although Hazard wasn't in there, actually. Kurt, who's oh. top? Who's William? top? Oh, William. Um, oh, he's deleted it now. No, no, no. Hold on. I can tell you the highest is in the Premier League is Gilfie on 18. Really? Yeah. Well, it wouldn't be maybe a bit higher. Um. 17, you've got Lewis Baker, Ericsson, Callum Gribbin. He's of course. Nine, it doesn't play there anymore. Yeah, I know, but it's the 19.3 update. Yeah, come on, dude. I was going to go Leighton Baines as well. Uh, Leighton Baines is not, uh, well, he's certainly not at 17 or over. Pereira and Gilfie. Mm. Uh, and then you've got 18 players. Is Leighton Baines in there? No. Pascal Gross was another one you could have had. No, it's my second choice answer. Jason, so, so Jason Punchin. Oh, of course. And Will, Willian um, on 16. Harry Wilson on 16 as well. I was going to say him, but I thought he would have been at Derby. That's why I didn't say him. He's not he's a Liverpool player, isn't he? Well, that's what I mean, but I thought 94 free update, he's at Derby. So, Never mind. There you go. Right, thank you very much for that, Curti. Really enjoyed that one. Um, 
so we will now round off the podcast so as always thanks a, a lot again for listening to the podcast uh, you can find uh, obviously the links for each of us uh, the five star pod twitter account and the WeStream FM discord in the podcast description or by visiting WeStreamFM.com where you can also find the blogs that have been released over the past week or so five star potential is available on iTunes SoundCloud Spotify and the most other popular podcast apps and platform platforms rather with a new podcast released every monday thank you all for listening to episode 105 of the five star potential podcast there will be more from us next week say goodbye folks Cheerio. goodbye goodbye